morning. Uh, it is my honor to, uh, for some of you, get to introduce you to someone that has impacted your life, whether you know it or not. And uh, today we are honoring and celebrating uh, Lee and Rachel Webb, the founders of Christ Community Church, along with a launch team of people that uh, you're going to hear from here in just a minute. So uh, would you all join me in welcoming to the platform Lee and Rachel Webb? Well, Lee and Rachel, we, um, uh, we love you all more than, um, than what you probably realize, more than we've been able to express. Um, and as we uh, got together as a team, leadership team, trying to think about how we honor you and, and uh, what we do, we just were so, uh, the Lord pressed in on us about what it must have been like for you guys in those early days to hear this vision from the Lord and figure out how to uh, to lead out in that and to, to do something about what God had called you to do. And so um, what we did was we, we got the launch team together and we asked them, uh, what was the moment that this vision that Lee and Rachel Webb uh, had, were like they were sitting there telling you this, what was the moment like when you first caught hold of the vision that God had given to Lee and Rachel? So uh, what's really cool, if you're new or if you're here with us for the first time, you're going to get like this microcosm story of Christ Community Church today. And, uh, and, and, and what I pray happens in the middle of all that is that you're going to see the grace of God just running through it like an arrow uh, because it, like, it all points back to him. So um, without further ado, it's messy. It's, uh, it's not perfect. But here comes uh, a few minutes of video from the, the team of people that you guys started Christ Community Church with. All right. <laughs> well, Lee and Rachel, um, I've got to tell y'all, it's intimidating to think about how to honor and celebrate you all because you guys are what I would describe as a master of moments. Uh, you you have this incredible quality about you where you know how to create moments in people's lives that uh, change them forever. And um, and so we, uh, we're we not very good at that. We're going to miss that about you. Um, but um, I hope that that gives you a picture of some of the moments that um, changed those folks' lives. And, and then, as I shared earlier, whether you realize it or not, they've changed every one of your lives as well in small ways. Um, so, um, I would be remiss if I didn't say a few things, um, about how you've impacted me and, um, and hopefully the church as a result. So, um, I got four things cause I'm way more structured than Lee and Rachel. <laughs> <coughs> um, but four, four ways that you guys modeled leadership for me in ways that I'd never seen. And, um, the first is that you built a team. Uh, and you built a team uh, that you saw and, and others that was unlike anything I'd ever, I'd ever seen. I, I've learned about building teams watching you more than, than anyone else, and um, that will forever be with me. Um, I think the other thing is that you've, you've loved and lived the vision, and you kept us focused on it. I remember, and I've shared this story a few times, but I remember one day in your office, I'd, I'd been on staff for a short time, and I finally looked at you and I said, Lee, I got it. We're going outside. I'd like, you don't have to say that to me anymore. We don't need to read Hebrews 13 again. Uh, but now, 
now I understand the difficulty and the struggle of keeping that in front of people. And, um, and, and you know, I think, Rachel, you might be the key to that because you embodied the vision of going outside more than any person that I've ever met. And um, so you guys loved and lived the vision. Uh, and then third was you all had people in your home even when it was inconvenient. Uh, I, I remember... I remember you all telling me at one point that you had had everyone who was a part of CCC in your home. And that challenges me to this day because I still can't say that. And, um, it's a little bigger yeah. now than it was then. <laughs> <laughs> but still, that, that modeling of relationship and, um, and just loving on people and, and being uncomfortable. Uh, and last but not least, you gave people permission to do it differently. Um, and you did it with humility. I remember in our interview process, uh, I, I was lavishing on the, the praise and said, y'all just, this is so different. Yes, this, this is great. And you said, well, you know what? It's really not that we're doing something different here. People are doing this all over the country. It's just that we're giving people permission to do it here in this place. And uh, you, you guys give people permission to, to go outside, to do something different. And... Um, you know, what grieves me, I think, the most is that there are things to honor and celebrate today that you guys did so humbly that none of us are even aware of them. Uh, we don't know how to honor them, and, and um, that grieves me. Uh, it also grieves me to see y'all go, and, uh, and yet we know that the Lord is going to do great things. Um, so um, I've got just one question for you. I, I, I knew that I had to ask you something and get you the mic, or you were just going to take it. <clears throat> so... My question for you is, um, you know, as we've, as we've heard these moments in people's lives where the ver vision first captured them, um, if you would, go back and share those moments with us again, and, and then tell us about how that vision is going to get played out in this next season of life for you guys. Well, quite frankly, early on, I looked at Lee and I said, honey, when I married you, I did not agree to be a pastor's wife. <laughs> we got, went to a church that we loved. We had had our baby there. Our family was there, an amazing church. We loved all the things they believed in, great Sunday school class. So we kind of were living that comfy American dream. We didn't have the dog with the diaper yet. Our dog wears the diaper. Um, just side note, <laughs> that's where the humility comes from. When you have a dog that wears a Pampers, okay, you can't be too proud of yourself. Um, <laughs> but Lee came back. He had gone to the Catalyst Conference. And granted, also, y'all, his business was going well. So it's not like we were looking to make any big changes in life. And he kind of made this dramatic, we need to talk, and we did. And kind of at the end of this story, he said, I think God may be asking me to be in ministry. I'm like, oh, wow, you know, I'm a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> like, okay, what does this mean? It just felt like a big, um, almost earthquake, really. And even as I saw God revealing, um, I remember one Sunday we sat there, Blake, and he, just in five minutes of time, wrote down 100 people's names who had never stepped foot into a traditional church with the steeple. And, y'all, we could all probably do that, right? And I kind of sat on it for a while and kept saying, but we can do it here, we can do it here, and we really wanted to. But finally, one Sunday, it was like he was being catapulted, like he was on one of those rides at Kentucky Kingdom, just flung him up toward the front. <laughs> and the best part was that the pastor got up and said, Lee's been called to be a preacher. I was like, whoa! 
That's not what I agreed to. And then he looks at me and says, and Rachel, this is your calling too. Come on up here. So I'm having a little bit of PTSD being up on stage. <laughs> no. um, but I'll let Lee kind of take it from there. But I just want to encourage you all because I think sometimes we get, I know I still do, we get set in our lives. And even, I never thought I would move from Shelbyville. And we get comfy, cozy, everyone's healthy. Um, our babies are doing semi-well. They're a little crazy. Um, we've got our job. And that's usually when God gets in our business. So just know if you're feeling really comfortable, God's probably about to really shake things up. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not good. Sometimes it's someone you love. We both have lost our fathers in the past couple of years. Gone through some great things, even at this church. Lee, I was thinking your dad's... Um, ceremony celebration was here at the church so just want to encourage you if you're not in the middle of something crazy you're about to be and it's okay because that's where God meets you the most and finally one last thing because I don't know if I get the mic back I love y'all so much Blake I love you and your family I've known Caitlin and her family forever but I love you just as much And honestly, we just are very average people, and it feels almost embarrassing if I hear our names, Lee and Rachel, but one more time I'm going to throw up. But I do want to come up because I want to celebrate and tell you that I love you, and we were driving in the parking lot, and I told Wells, I said, I'm feeling a little sad. And he, what did you tell me about this church? Well, he did say that at a basketball goal. I can't even hear what he just said. But he said, Mama, this is still our church. And I said, it is still our church. So I love you all so much. And we are praying for you and just rooting you on no matter where you are or where we are. Thanks, Rach. <laughs> um, yeah, you were right, Blake, on so many things. But the main thing you said that you were right about was that she's the one that carries the vision. Um, it's really cool to be able to see God bring about a vision and read it in Scripture and then see it in the life of the one that you're married to. And everybody that's been here from the beginning knows that. Um, so, so really, um, I've just been on the front row of watching what God's done, seriously. Like, it was, it was a little tough to stand in front of your home church and not even be able to communicate what you were doing, where you were going, why you were doing it just a sense of call. So today for us is really uh, less a, um, about a goodbye as it is uh, just a thank you. Um, I watch uh, the videos of all those faces and people in the um, launch team and you look at even at me, you know, there's more gray on our face now, there's less hair on our head. The women's, well, I shaved so you wouldn't see it. Um, but the the women are still beautiful and awesome, and they look exactly the same, but us guys, I don't know what happened to us. Um, but I want to uh, take this opportunity to thank uh, those that were there in the beginning, but I first want to thank Blake and Caitlin. Yes. Yeah. It, it was probably harder, you can debate this, it was probably harder for him to take over after five years of this train wreck of a mess that God was using in only his providence, uh, and just to be willing, just to be willing, the willingness to say, yeah, I think God is calling us to do it, then Caitlin to always have his back. I mean, that, that's amazing. These, um, these are young folks, right? We're a young church. We don't know what we're doing. Um, and you know what? They're trying to figure out how to be married and raise a family, and they stepped in their patience, their maturity beyond their years, 
and now, most importantly, the positioning for their future. How cool. How cool is that? The willingness five years ago to step up, and now, now we've all been patient with y'all, and now you're positioned uh, for the future. It's going to be It's going to be amazing. Uh, for those that were on the launch team, uh, those early days at the paint store, uh, for those early days at Southside, and for Katie Gaither for being the first hire that is still working at Christ Community Church. We used, to, uh, we used to talk to each other a lot about, you're not leaving first, you're not leaving before me, and we used to always say, well, you can't, you can't go if I can. Well, I've been gone like five years, and she's still here, so she is... Amazing, and Chris is okay too. <laughs> you know, at the beginning of the church, um, we prayed and we fasted a lot. We really did, and I think that was that was a huge thing uh, that we, together we really learned about God's faithfulness. And um, when when we were first starting off, it's not unlike now, because we knew this was much bigger than ourselves. It was easy to play our role. You know what I mean, like. If you know that God's up to something and you're doing something, it doesn't matter about your title. It doesn't matter about your experience. It doesn't matter about your education level or how much you've been to church. You just come in and be who you are and play your role. Like Blake said, you have permission uh, to actually believe that the gospel is about grace that's free, that's given to you for free. And, and that you, <laughs> what do we have? We have nothing. So now we can, we all in the same playing field. It reminds me of a guy named Randy Bates. Randy, who was the first member of Christ Community Church. Randy? Woo, Randy! I love you, buddy. Love you, man. You know what? Together, we started this church, and we started off really well. And it's really rare, really rare that you get to leave something well. You know, oftentimes we're celebrating. We talked about my dad, who was in the casket right here in front of us. And we celebrated his life, but that, that was really sad. We didn't get a chance to talk more and do more together. But now we get to, we get to start well, and because of your all's grace towards us, we get to leave well. And anybody that's been in ministry a long time will tell you that's really rare. And I think it's very biblical and very healthy. Um, I made notes, and I'm trying to work through them, but... Yeah. No, I tried to do better by making notes. Um, I guess the main thing Rachel and I want Christ Community Church to know is today is a springboard. God, God doesn't want us to sweat out our history. Our, our vision together is much bigger than that. We could sit around and say we accomplished a lot of things. And the truth is, 10 years ago, God used this church plant to change this community. I, I'm convinced of that. Um, a lot of things have happened. We could rest on our laurels and say, look at what we do to serve the community. And no doubt, the reputation is in Shelbyville that we serve the community, that we're serious about what we believe. But God does not call us to stay. He does not call us to sweat out our history. He calls us forward. And always, the best is ahead in Jesus. You can always say that. It doesn't matter. Because he's coming back one day. Doesn't matter. The best is ahead. So here we are. Now, we all play our role, and we all have our different gifts. And it looks like it's our time to, to go out of here. Um, but we'll still be with you. We're still connected in spirit. 
we had too much to remember. But as we remember and stand on those times together, I hope you won't just remember us. I hope you remember the vision. And I hope you remember what God's going to do with you. We read Hebrews 13 probably 50 million times, right? And verses 11 through 15 were the predominant ones that we were stuck on. But I'd like to read verse 20 because it was secretly the verse that actually helped me uh, stay somewhat stable. So I'd like to read that as a concluding remark, if that would be all right. Yeah, and Walker and Warren, y'all come up here. And maybe your mom. Maybe Mingi. Mingi. Mingi has let all of us live with her and her. Ooh, we y'all. Mm. Like we're doing some renovation on the house where we're going, but it pales in comparison to the amount of renovation needed from where we've been the last few weeks. <laughs> and I don't know how thin those walls are between those patio homes, but. Someone next to and around has experienced something they've never experienced in their life. And if they're older, they've forgotten. We were only happy to remind them thoroughly of what chaos looks like. All right. Verse 20. May the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will and may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ to whom be the glory forever and ever whenever you think about the vision in Hebrews 13 and whenever you get amped up on verses 11 through 15 never forget to go down to verse 20 because when God calls you to do something he'll equip you to do it and that's what he's done right here and here we are and it's all ahead of you fight past apathy. Together we fought status quo. Be pioneers. It is all out there for us. Outside's a big place. It's scary. A lot of people need Jesus. A lot of people need love. But together we can do it. We can make a change and we can change the world. Amen. Amen indeed. It was the first point of my sermon, verse 20 and 21. So you're ahead of me. Look at that. It's good. It's good. Well, today we want, to, uh, we want to pray for you guys, and we've got uh, a couple of gifts here for you all. Uh, some things that hopefully uh, Lee and Rachel keep you from forgetting Shelbyville. And, uh, and Lee, there also might be some tools in there that uh, make sure that everybody in Lexington knows you're the go-outside guy while you're, while you're playing all that golf. So, um, but uh, we, uh, we just want to pray for you guys. And, uh, and also, I want to encourage our church family with this. Miss Phyllis isn't going anywhere. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Phyllis isn't going anywhere, and um, uh, going outside, it doesn't ever stop, right? And so, uh, man, if you've, ever, if you've ever been in a season where you've had to move away from family or family has moved away from you, you know what going outside is going to look like for Miss Phyllis over the next uh, several months. And so I, I'm, I, as we pray today, I want to remind us that we're called to love one another and to encourage and support one another in this season. So uh, let's pray together and, uh, and, and honor the webs in that way. God, thank you for equipping us, and we pray that you would continue to do so. Father, you, uh, you knew exactly what you were doing when 
you ask Lee and Rachel to, to step outside of, of their comfort zones, outside of the things that were going well, to join you in the mission of reaching people far from Christ. And, uh, and so today, God, we just we thank you for them and their leadership in our lives. We thank you for um, all that you have accomplished through, uh, through their faith. And God, we pray that as they journey into this next season, that you would continue to remind them of your love for them, um, not based on what they do, but based on who they are because of Jesus, declared righteous in your sight. And so, God, we pray that uh, they would be encouraged and supported and that uh, you would continue to use them to do great things for your kingdom. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross to make it all possible. It's in your name we pray. Amen.